Welcome to This Week in Our Collective Heads. We're going to talk about a lot of different gaming stuff in the news this week, but specifically, we're going to talk more about mobile games than we do almost any other week in the past. I'm scared. Stay tuned. This Week in Our Collective Heads Wanna put an old rumor to bed Stereotype that you've all heard How we're all just angry video game nerds Most of us have actual jobs and families and cats and dogs, yeah. This week in our collective heads. This week in our collective heads. Welcome to This Week in Our Collective Heads. I'm Patrick, and this is Kevin, the man who's harder on video game developers than almost anybody that I know. You hold, you hold grudge. <laughs> Who do I hold a grudge on? Bethesda. That's... And a lot of others. See, that's not a grudge. That's <laughs> knowing that they don't make games that I want to play because I don't want to play buggy games. I think that I'm pretty pretty forgiving of developers, and, and I tend to take their side in a lot of things. Like, with the Andromeda stuff, mm -hmm. like I feel like a lot of it comes down to the publisher. This is true. Well, so I, I, I am a lot harder on publishers than mm -hmm. I am on developers, especially having read Blood, Sweat, and Pixels. Yes. Recommended by us, which you can see um, our review of also on YouTube. Um, no, I just I, I find it funny how you like if a certain a certain developer decides to do something, you're like, I'm not going to buy your buy your stuff until you're doing this. Which I I, I, I commend you. Well, I don't buy Konami. Stuff. I commend you for doing that. Um, I I keep I I don't think I hold a grudge though because I keep trying Bethesda stuff. You do. Like, because I got, I got the red box of the, the Skyrim remaster whatever thing, and I was like, hey, I got my sneak and my backstab up to, like, 150 in the tutorial. Yep. I already broke this game. You can't. I can return it. Skyrim has two breaks. Uh, oh, sorry, three breaks. That, there's a break in regards to your dialogue uh, and your... Um, uh, charisma and being able to talk to shopkeepers and stuff. There's a break for that. Yeah. And the other break is if you go all in on mage, you can basically you can um, uh, summon or what I can't remember what they call it, but you can basically make armor and a sword on you and a, and a bow mm -hmm. like out of the spell and basically be a, a mage with full plate armor. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's and you're one shotting yeah. dragons with a bow and I'm like that's that's broken. They, they wanted you to be able to do whatever you want, and they unshackled too much in my opinion. Uh, but welcome so, to, the, to the gaming news. This uh, is our gaming news show where we ramble and talk about the the news of the week, give you kind of a rundown of the important things that happened in gaming uh, this week in regards to uh, you know news and new developments, and also where we think um, they'll lead. Because a lot of times, you know, the the news will be like this little blur, but it'll be like okay. So based on that, here's probably what's what's coming up. Context is needed. Yeah. And one of the other focuses that we have is backwards compatible games. Yes. Because we really appreciate that Xbox One is like, yeah, keep playing those old games. Um, this this time we have Fable Anniversary, mm -hmm. which is the first Fable game. And so that joins Fable 2 and Fable 3, which yes. were already backwards compatible. And then they also had Fable 2 Pub Games, yeah, which is a casino, <laughs> but for... Fable. Yeah, um, I, I think a lot of people liked this similar to, I mean, not. I wouldn't say it's on the same level as, but similar to Gwent in The Witcher and uh, playing poker and, and all those in Red Dead. It's something that you sink your, a lot of people sunk their time into, uh, in my opinion, specifically because 
it is part of the Fable universe. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it has as much of a pull as Witcher uh, does anymore uh, because we've been mauling you so many times. Well, the other thing is that the is that the money that you can make in the pub games is like you can you can bring this out, but it's yeah. like yeah, but I have like twelve million out there. Money yeah. is a lot easier to come to in the real world, and for me, like I I like I like poker. Mm. I don't like gambling. Because like roulette wheels and stuff like that, I'm like, okay, that's that's random. I'm not interested in that. There's Poker, there's, there's not a skill yeah. element. Something yeah. where you have actually. A, yeah, I, I agree. Uh, I don't like I don't like roulette. I don't like craps. Craps is uh, if you look at it statistically speaking, that craps has the best returns mm -hmm. uh, and and yada da da da. But you have no control over it. Yeah. So because of how. And it's not luck because of how chaos works, and because of how randomness works. It's just as I mean, uh, getting uh, three sevens in a row is just as likely. Uh, sorry, getting three of uh, say a five and a two is just as likely as getting uh, a one and a one. Uh, statistically speaking, you have it's enough that the you may get a better payout, but the casino has craps in there and roulette in there mm -hmm. consistently because they still get more cut. Yeah, you get more people who still sink money into yeah. it. And if you have a chance to go uh, all in with your soul, don't do that. No, because then you'll have to go and cup head around, which you've been playing this week. And okay, so brief plug before we get into the news, <laughs> um, go watch those. He's he's putting up the successful runs Everyone, of the bosses, yeah. and it's 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 pretty awesome. I'm enjoying the heck out of I'm, it. I'm putting the successful ones up there because uh, the. It's very repetitive um, in learning the different um, the, the learning the different enemies, learning different patterns, or sometimes there isn't a pattern, and having to deal with there not being a pattern. So I put the successful ones up so you guys can see how to beat some of these levels yeah. and how at least I did it. So uh, Spotify for me is broken right now, but if you have a chance, go on Spotify, look up Cuphead Rap. It's like a it's a playlist of four songs, and they are amazing. Hmm. Like I'm I'm. Rap is not usually my thing, yeah. but I am loving these. Hmm. So the uh, the totes for this week, the topic of the episode show, which is where we give you a topic on Friday night and then kind of compile your answers and then put ours on top of those and just kind of put out a list of, hey, here's some good quality examples of this thing. Our totes for this week is racing games. Yep. So expect Mario Kart and others. <laughs> So we'll have that at the at the end of the show Spoilers. or on a separate video yep. if you're if you're going to watch this on YouTube. Yeah. And then uh, if you want to contribute to next week's, next week we're going to be talking about single screen experiences. Single screen experiences. Yeah. So like the the old old arcade games. Okay. And then stuff. Uh, I'm I'm gonna allow stuff like Oregon Trail hunting mini game. Sure. Like where where it was just like a one screen thing at a time. Okay. I guess. So yeah. Thanks. So let us know what what you enjoy about those. And from there, we'll jump into the news. Yeah, uh, starting with uh, racing, yes. as we just talked about. Yes. Uh, so the Gran Turismo uh, beta, this is Gran Turismo Sport. Uh, beta's coming out Monday. If you're mm -hmm. watching this on YouTube or listening to the podcast, it's basically today. Yeah, and it's going uh, Monday through Thursday. Mm -hmm. So grab grab that. We'll, we'll also tweet out... Uh, Try to remember to tweet out about it as well, just to remind everybody. Uh, these betas are a great way to jump in and, and test out, you know, is this something that you really want? I mean, uh, especially when it comes to racing games and there's so much subtlety involved in a lot of these that yeah. uh, that you may it may not be for you. Gran Turismo Sports, probably, if you're a racing fan, you're probably going to like Gran Turismo Sport, yeah. though. Yeah, Gran, Gran Turismo is, is one of those that I've, I've sunk a lot of time yeah. into. It's a safe night. Uh, we, but we also have been playing the Battlefront 2 uh, beta. Mm -hmm. uh, multiplayer beta has been out since Friday. Uh, I've got a playthrough of that as well, playing each mode. 
Uh, I've really enjoyed it. I think that, uh, similar to Destiny 2, uh, Battlefront 2 is... It's everything that I wanted in the first Battlefront, uh, but I didn't get. Uh, the story mode is not in the beta, unfortunately. Yeah. But the the scope of these battles, the the graphics, the, the frame rate stable as heck. Uh, being able to jump into these battles and uh, even being someone who is crazy mediocre like I am, really getting to enjoy it, uh, especially uh, being able to uh, unlock some of these heroes. So depending on your score in the game, uh, in the game, how many uh, points you're hitting, depending on your kills and everything, uh, then you can uh, you can unlock these um, heroes or in some cases the rocket, which is my actually my favorite guy to to play the rocket troopers, uh, being able to um, have a little bit more more mobility, having a rocket on a decent cooldown. But the customization in this is really good as well. Being able to customize your um, heavy troopers or assault troopers or, or what have you uh, has been really great. I wish that we got more of the story mode. Um, I yeah. do like that in the beta you if you go to story mode it plays this trailer yeah instead of uh instead of just saying not available yet i like that it shows the trailer um also the very opening of the beta is john boyega talking about like how great battlefront 2 <laughs> is gonna be um which i know i know he's an actor i know that they're paying him to do that right but the fact that he's a fan of it well, I mean, like John, John Boyega was, uh, when when the original game came out, he actually tweeted, he was like, hey, um, story mode? And he kind of spoke for, <laughs> for all of us on the internet who were like, hey, you're missing something. Yeah. And and so and so when when EA retweeted him and started replying, like, I feel that that was, they, they are using him not not in a bad way but they they are they're putting him forward as yes. as as the example of saying look we heard you we heard the feedback that you gave us yeah. on the first one we were listening mm -hmm. and John Boyega is here to yeah. to be your rep, be our representative to you where he was your representative to us yeah. with the first one Which, and I, I i appreciate that because I really it's like hard it. it's hard for for the big name publishers to to feel like there's a sense of community mm -hmm. where where it's like we're all on the same page here together yeah. let's move forward yeah so yeah i'll i'll i'm not really interested in the multiplayer so i'll just be getting it when the uh when what, the story red, red box it or well when the story comes out i don't know i don't know how long it's going to be the story so comes I'll... out at launch no but I mean? how how long does the story take to play oh okay so yeah. like if it if it's like a four hour thing then yeah i'll probably red box it yeah. i'm hoping it's a serious campaign and if that's the case then i'll buy it so yeah, there you go. There you go. Well, I'm hoping that what they do with the initial, the continued um, uh, DLC on it, I mm -hmm. hope that it continues to add story elements and That'd not cool. just maps. That's what I'm really hoping. But we'll we'll see if that happens. Even if it's kind of one-off things where it's like, oh, here's the story mode, and you get to play in a Jabba's palace kind of thing, or you get to do kind yeah, of see like underbelly of course meal type of stuff. Yeah, like yeah. I'm I'm fine with that. Where it's like. Uh, kind of like Undead Nightmare was, where it's mm -hmm. like, hey, let's just do this self-contained thing and it's going to be fun. And, yeah. and uh, you know, it doesn't matter how it happened in the movie, if Jabba, like, did Jabba die? What happened to the Sarlacc pit? <laughs> this isn't canon. Go have Go fun. Go for it. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I, I would really like yeah. that. Speaking of piecemeal stuff and, and kind of collaborating and, and not collaborating, uh, coalescing yeah. and bringing everything together, um, Street Fighter V arcade mode is, is coming out. And or arcade edition rather, and so this is basically going to be all the all the DLC, all the 
things that were missing at launch. Uh, yeah. All the extra characters, all the extra stages, and then uh, arcade mode is going to be there. So that'll be like the the story and the verses all kind of tied in together. And so there's there's going to be one new mode that comes with it, but mostly it's just kind of a their version of a game of the year type thing, sure, where sure, it, yeah. it just it just has all the content in one place. Yeah, that's and so that's that's going to be coming out uh, January sixteenth. Yep, and so and it's that's spot on. The um, if you didn't play this game, like I played a, a little bit of it, mm-hmm. it was okay, uh, but there was so much that hadn't been released yet that this would be a great time to, to jump in. Like you said, it's a game of the year. If you haven't played it already and you like fighters, um, go grab it. I mean, Street Fighter is, to me, it's been one of the most consistent when it, uh, fighter uh, series uh, mm-hmm. that comes out. Usually they just get better and better. There may be little tweaks in there, yeah. but they but they continue to hold um, to hold their ground. Also this week, uh, WWE had had a, like some Marvel versus Capcom and Street Fighter fights, and those were fun <laughs> to watch. I, I I really enjoyed uh, I listening listening to the commentary of these people who they're they're kind of in their in their wrestling personas, okay. but there's a little bit of like them slipping through, and it's 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 really fun. I, I would encourage you to find that on YouTube. Is, was it, up, was it a fuck down down or was it someone else? It was a it, it was just straight up WWE. Well, yeah, it was it was it was him. It was Trish. It was it was like. A, bunch of people i don't know I'm i like, just threw out a name that i, I like, think is in wwe nope was she at one point trish back in the late 90s trish stratus sure yeah uh i don't know wrestling <laughs> but i do know singing you do and know sing star yeah uh for for my birthday we do, we do karaoke yes. most years and it's pretty awesome yeah Your so uh up too. so sing star it is mm-hmm. so yeah. sing star is coming out october 24th mm-hmm. Um, and that's going to be a thing where, uh, for those of you who don't remember it from, was that PlayStation Two or Three? I want to say it was Two. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it goes back. But that it far. was yeah. So yeah. they they released the track list, and it's it's a good list. Yeah, it's a bunch of different songs, and so basically you'll be singing into your phone, and it'll be assessing it and figuring out how all that goes. Yeah. So I like that you get to sing into your phone. I mean, yeah, it it, it, it doesn't have it doesn't require. Yep. Yeah, I, I really I really like that aspect of it because. Um, smartphones are so prevalent now that that should be fine. Right there, there's there's no barrier to entry there, and that uh, it's it's also part of the uh, oh, what are they what are they called whatever that's you was on, uh, but it's it's like the PlayStation something experience, and yeah. so basically I think that this one's going to be free, and then they'll rely on on DLC to fund it or whatever. Which is to me that's that's a great way to. Um, uh, I would rather see more titles do that when it comes to the singing or Guitar Hero-esque things. Yeah. Because if you give out the game for free, and then you just say, all right, well, just you know, pay for whatever whatever tracks you want. And and this is this is a different version of free-to-play that we believe in because it's, you know, you, you have the opportunity to check it out. Yeah. And if it's something that you enjoy, if you if you like singing, if you like the, the Jackbox-style games played on your phone, then, then go for it. Yeah, man. then you... Then you'll pick it up, and yeah. so I, 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 we really like this idea. It's a great model, a great business model. So I want to see more yeah. companies do that. Uh, we had some uh, additional mercy tweaks on Overwatch this week as well. Yeah, we just uh, talked about this. <laughs> they, well, they they had they had the 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 big mercy tweak, yep. um, and Valkyrie ended up being a little bit more OP than they thought. And for those of you who don't watch Overwatch, don't worry, I'm not going to go too deep into it. But um, basically, Valkyrie would would allow you to to have her old ult with her new one because you could resurrect quickly enough yeah. that you could get like three resurrects in a single ult 
and so and because you're able to stagger those too much like, synergy. Yeah. yeah yeah you you were you were able to do a, a lot more with her than uh, and and so basically she became required mm -hmm. and so whenever whenever Blizzard feels or notices I guess that a player is essentially required they're like that's not quite what we're going for yeah. we want different varieties different teams and so the the meta is changing again um, and so this is up on the PTR it'll probably come to the live server soon but I just wanted to let you know about that ahead of time and yeah, yeah I think that's that's healthy in any of these types of formats uh, I know I keep talking Magic the Gathering and Hearthstone but it's similar where if everyone is following a specific mold right then the balance is not there in the game and for a developer to come in and say hey we need to tweak this because um, but like you said, the, the variety, it shouldn't be uh, that you need uh, mercy, that you need uh, certain, uh, a certain loadout, otherwise you're inefficient. Right. Like you should be able to, sure there's little min-max bits of it, but you should still be able to play with adequate players with almost any configuration. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll I'm, go too I'm, far I'm sorry, I started, I started building teams in my head, so we should probably go to the next thing. Overwatch, uh, Halloween Terror. So uh, this is basically the second year of, um, it's of Junkenstein Halloween, Junkenstein, yeah. Which, which is uh, one of my favorites because yeah. I, I prefer the events that are, that are about the, the, the PvE. Mm -hmm. I, I, would, I would rather shoot computers any day of the week. <laughs> um, they, they're also releasing some new monster skins, mm -hmm. which... I'm excited about the the Pharaoh one that leaked. I hope is real because yeah. I want that one. Yeah. So I I'm hoping. I know this was a big uh, contention when it came to like the how the uh, last year's Halloween ones and the ones for Christmas. That if you really want a specific skin, the amount of hours that you have to actually put into the game for the random drops and everything gets a little ridiculous. Yeah. However, mm -hmm. um, when the when the summer games came out, mm -hmm. um, it's it's three thousand credits mm -hmm. to buy them when they come out. But when they roll around the next year, they introduce new skins at 3,000 credits, but the previous year's skins are now 1,000 credits and available again. Okay. Which is reasonable. Yeah, that um, is reasonable. That's, that's not something where, where like, you you don't have to play compulsively every time the event comes out. It's like, hey, if this is something you're interested in, you can absolutely get it. Yeah. And and that's the thing. I do like, like that, then. But I, so, I didn't know that aspect of it. Yeah, that's that's... That's me taking care of my Overwatch Twitch crossover <laughs> with that Venn diagram. Well, like, yeah, Cass was asking like how much Overwatch I played when we were over at uh, at Alex's, and she was like, "Have you played Overwatch?" I'm like, "Yeah." She's like, "How much have you played?" I'm like, "I don't know, like 16 hours in total." <laughs> like, I played it 16, 20 hours. Like, I just I don't play. I've got a lot of games that I'm playing, mm -hmm. and I, and I don't usually have time to sink uh, a good. 15 to 20 hours a week, yeah. if not more, into a game. I, I, I sunk about 45 minutes into Fortnite. That's off my PlayStation now. <laughs> I don't want to play that. That's not, that is, that is, yeah. nope. What I want to play, though, is The Well. And I'm, yeah. so this is, this is by Turtle Rock. This is the, the developer that did Evolve. Mm -hmm. And I cannot be more excited about something like this. You get to, it's, it's basically a Dungeons and Dragons-esque VR game where yeah. you play either a wizard or a druid or an assassin or whatever. Unfortunately, this is only on Samsung Gear VR. Yeah. And what I'm really hoping is that uh, that it says it's exclusive. That I'm hoping that about a year after it releases, that it'll go to elsewhere because yeah. I really want to play this. I'm probably going to get a PlayStation VR, and I would really love to to play something like this. I think that a um, that a uh, RPG 
first-person puzzle kind of thing like this it would be really cool to do. Yeah. I think Dungeons & Dragons and the, those kind of games lend themselves really well to this because you're already role-playing. Why not put me literally in a POV you know, uh, situation yeah. and be able to run it that way? I think it'd be really cool. Yeah, I want to play it. But I'm not getting Samsung VR for it. <laughs> but if you don't want to spend more money, mm-hmm. you could just play the Stranger Things mobile game. You can. Which is free with no microtransactions. Yes. And so that's that's, that's coming out at the end of the month. Have you played any of it? Uh, it's out. I've got it on my phone. I have not played it, though. I just, okay. just downloaded it. Um, Recommended. Recommended. I, I, I've played about two and a half hours of okay. it. It's really good. Like, um, the the puzzle elements mm-hmm. are, are tricky and it's challenging and like you get to you get to switch back and forth between various things you and collect egos so the um you said the puzzle aspect of it cuz i, I want to stop you there you are not a big fan of puzzle games nope. that take too long and that well, it's not necessarily the puzzle aspect it's if they're not intuitive enough right and so you you still enjoyed the yes, puzzle aspect of the uh, because the 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 puzzles are are very clearly laid out. Like okay. one of the one of the things, and I, I think I've told this story on the show before. But like um, I've played three different Uncharted games for about an hour each. I've played Golden Abyss, I've played Uncharted One, and I've played Uncharted Three. And I'll I'll play the game, I'll shoot some people, I'll climb some stuff, I'll drop in some stuff, I'll fall into some pits, and then I'll get to a room, mm-hmm. and they won't let me out. And I'll look around and I'll be like, okay, there's a puzzle here. Somewhere, I don't I don't know where the puzzle is. I'm done. I, if okay, I'm I'm fine in with two tri- minutes. I'm, it gives you a hint. In I'm five fine minutes, with it gives you a trying hint. to solve the puzzle, yeah. but I don't want to have to solve a puzzle to find the puzzle to solve the puzzle to leave. Yeah, but it gives you a hint as to where to go and what to do. No, nope, my time is too valuable. A hundred seconds is my limit. A hundred seconds, really. Yeah. That's just find the puzzle. So anyway. So on that note, I'm also playing uh, Hue. But see, the thing is, I can appreciate a well-designed puzzle game. Sure. Uh, I can appreciate Limbo. Mm-hmm. I didn't enjoy my time with it. I'm glad I beat it, though. Yeah. But but I can I can appreciate the the what it takes mm-hmm. to make a good puzzle game. And for me, the 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 action puzzle games are not good. These ones, like you'll you'll come onto a screen, mm-hmm. there will be a bear, there yeah. will be um, sure. a thing that a, a, a little. Uh, beehive. Mm-hmm. You can shoot the beehive and the bear goes, honey! And he runs and, and gets yeah. that. And then I can see another beehive and I'm like, okay, okay. So if I hit this, mm-hmm. I can move the bear here, yeah. I can move the bear here, and then he tramples through the log and then I can go through the... Like, the, the puzzles are clearly laid out so that um, even if I'm... Once I've figured out the puzzle, mm-hmm. I can solve it. I don't, I don't have to solve the puzzle and then spend another 20 minutes trying to actually make it happen, which is my issue that I'm having now with you. It's like, I figured out the puzzle. I solved this puzzle about yeah. 10 minutes ago, but I have to do, like, I have to jump over this thing, and then while in midair, yeah. I have to do the color change mechanic. Uh-huh. So I have to make the jump, do the color change mechanic, and do it all at the right time. But when it comes to yeah. when it comes to Uncharted, the one thing that I appreciated about it was um, it took what Tomb Raider did. Mm-hmm. It's like, here's adventure, 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 now you're in a puzzle room. Yeah. Adventure, adventure, now you're in a puzzle room. Right. And Uncharted went, adventure, adventure, now you're in a room, and it's more accurate where you're like, oh, 
what the heck what the heck do I do now? And you can hear Nathan like trying to talk through it. Right. Because it's not an overt puzzle. And that's what I appreciated about it is that instead of it being, here's a puzzle room, here here's the blocks, here's the here's a square block and here's a circle block and here's a triangle block and you put them in and then it works. Yep. Like instead of that, it's it's Okay, I'm stuck. Well, see, I'm stuck here. There's writing on the wall. How do I? Wh what yeah. writing makes sense? See, see, there. I've never spent more than five minutes on a puzzle in Uncharted. Okay. Like, uh, Tomb Raider, the reboot Tomb Raider had harder puzzles than Uncharted. Okay. Like, it just surprised me. Hundred seconds. I've. I, okay, that was a bit of hyperbole. Um, I've I've seen the hints. Yeah. And sometimes I don't understand the hints. Like there, there's some, there's some kind of disconnect between mm -hmm. the way that they, the way that they lay out puzzles in Uncharted that I can't do. And like mm -hmm. there were some puzzles in Last of Us, and those were fine. Yeah. I, I didn't mind those at all. So yeah. I, I don't know, I don't know what the disconnect is between I don't, Uncharted. I don't know either. But it's like it's so cinematic, it's so good. Right. But the thing is that that really, that really helps because I'm not yelled at. On, on the internet for being a PlayStation fanboy because I don't like Uncharted. And all PlayStation fanboys <laughs> love Uncharted. So, next thing. Something that I am legitimately a fanboy of mm -hmm. and would defend mm -hmm. that I am a fanboy of is Neo. Yeah. Uh, the, the Ninja Theory game, we, we've talked about it a lot. And uh, it's coming to Steam, the full edition and everything. And I, I highly encourage you, if you didn't play it because it was on PlayStation and you're a PC gamer or whatever... Check this game out. Yeah. Um, Neo is a fantastic. Uh, I think it's the best version of a of a Souls game mm -hmm. by somebody other than From. Because, I would agree because yeah. we've 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 tried The Surge, we've tried Lords of the Fallen, and yeah, this is this is just the 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 best of both worlds, mm -hmm. and and it has a much clearer story yeah. than the than the Souls games do, and I really really enjoy it. I think that's something that will allow people who. Maybe they didn't. Souls didn't click with them, or Bloodborne didn't click with them. Mm -hmm. so I think Neo, if you like the gameplay aspect, the hardcore gameplay of Souls, but Souls just didn't do it for you. I think that story aspect of Neo may do it for you because Souls, you know, I appreciate the environment. I appreciate the action. Sometimes I don't catch all of the different references. Like when yeah. I, I'll, I'll listen to you and you or Christian talk about certain aspects of Dark Souls, and I'm like, <laughs> wait, wait, who is wait, wait who's that? Wait, you mean when I killed the thing? Like. I may or may not. You also go a little homicidal in Souls games, and you end up killing a lot of people okay. that were more fun to talk to. Okay, uh, depending on what I'm trying to do, yes. Okay. In uh, Demon Souls. Okay, Demon Souls. I had to. That one I, I I loved, and but that one you knew what you were doing yes. in those situations. I I've I've had I've I've seen you get frustrated with characters or just run up and kill people that you were supposed to talk to because you're like oh, I can get a backstab in uh, you did that in Bloodborne I did that I don't remember who it was I was going to say you straight up killed somebody I don't remember I was, that I was I thought you were going to talk about the the undead merchant in Dark Souls 1 because <laughs> because he's sitting there and he, he sells you a couple things and then it's like okay I'm never going to need to talk to this guy again yeah. but if I kill him I get the Uchi Katana yeah so I was like well I'll kill him and I'll take that sword yeah yeah, he, he, he's a murderer. <laughs> so anyway, case, anyway, play play Neo on 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 PC. Yeah, 
we got a uh, big speaking of the the you know play, PlayStation and all that and being PlayStation fanboys, which we aren't. Uh, PlayStation got uh, the 5.0 update, mm -hmm. which I wasn't as excited as that this about as the 4.5. 4.5 got us the uh, 1080p streaming when it came to the PS4 Pro, yeah. uh, which I'm really enjoying, uh, and a, and a lot of other great things. But the the update did give a few things. Uh, first, uh, a lot of it dealing with Messenger. Uh, yeah. Your Messenger now you can add full uh, the actual links when you send a link. It'll do a little preview yeah. of the website. I've never tried to do this, and I, I don't think it's a very good um, platform for trying to send links to websites. Not especially. No. Uh, so we also you can also follow people who you're not verified friends with. Yeah, um, and this is this is the thing that's most exciting for mm -hmm. me because, um, like, I'm I'm friends with OSP, so I can see like what Shuhei's doing mm -hmm. right now. But like uh, a lot of people, they have the two thousand friend limit, and I I understand that I get that. Yeah. But uh, especially with them rolling out like uh, this past week, they did Cliff Blazinski's favorite games. Yeah. And I, I like that because I'm like, okay, if he likes this game, you know, you can you can kind of follow tastemakers and and see, okay, they like this game, this game, this game, and this game. I like the first three. Let me check out the fourth one. Yeah. And I I, I like that idea and. So I think that this will be, this will enable people to be able to build uh, better better follower lists mm -hmm. on on that platform. Yeah. So I, I like that part. And then they also had like tournaments and things. Yeah. So the, up to sixty teams, which yeah. is crazy. We also got stickers. Oh yeah, stickers. Uh, with um, with messenger again, more messenger stuff that I don't really care about. Yeah. Um, so the the teams, and this is one thing that that uh, the tournament thing has been that's been pushed out. I don't know. Which games are really latching onto it yet? Um, I yeah. think the Uncharted um, was one of the ones, the multiplayer of that. Mm -hmm. um, I think that it's it's cool to have this aspect. A lot of it seems to me, not to say PlayStation's trying to say it can do it better, but it's trying to take a lot of these things like uh, like Messenger and being able to follow players and being able to do tournaments and try to make it all homed within the PlayStation ecosystem. Yeah. As opposed to <coughs> as opposed to saying. Oh, I, I like this player. I'm gonna follow him on Twitch, or uh, I, I yeah. like this person. I'm gonna follow. And I, I think that I don't think there any of these things are bad moves. Uh, I think that. But there are other platforms that do them better already. I don't know who's gonna adapt. Uh, sorry, adopt these systems and yeah. use them in their everyday life. I'm sure some people will. I'm sure some uh, uh, PlayStation fanboys will because they they want to really dig in and utilize it to its fullest potential, which is not a negative thing. Right. I'm just curious as the community as a whole. Will the community as a whole go, you know, I'm going to... Um, do these tournaments more and I'm going to actually follow this player because like yeah. personally if I'm playing um, every, every time that I uh, play I have my offline my online status I try to try to keep it off yeah. because every time that I'll play a game I get invites to play other games or every time I jump on PlayStation <laughs> I get invites to play yep. Overwatch and a bunch of other games and Overwatch and Battlefront and, and so I'm like I'm I'm already playing something. I'm playing I'm, something, or I'm, I'm, I'm watching Netflix. It's like no, I don't. So I have my own, uh, my status set offline because yeah. um, I don't want that. Well, one thing that will help, and I, I guess you missed this in mm -hmm. the in the update, but so. whenever you're watching uh, video, mm -hmm. notifications from other stuff will be turned off. Very cool. Which includes like, hey, your your uh, controller is disconnected, or you're getting a message from yeah. someplace. Those are annoying when I'm sitting here trying to watch a show. Yeah. What I still want to have disconnected uh, is I want the 
the update when I'm streaming to Twitch, mm-hmm. I don't want it to ping up on my left, on my on my corner. Yeah, because if you, you don't have chat. Yeah, because yeah. I've already disabled chat. I right. just want video. Yeah, I don't need to see that I have more viewers or that I have people in the chat. Yeah. Um, if I don't have chat here, that means that I must be using another device. To yeah. me, that is complete uh, common sense. Uh, if you want to well, be involved, especially, in chat, especially considering the fact that if you see that message and then you pull it up somewhere else, you can't actually see it. You so can't it's see it. not helpful. You had to already have your screen up. So, so. there, I, I don't see a reason to have that on there. Uh, one thing that uh, Xbox does, which I, I wish I, I, on the Xbox side of the house, I wish they would they would tweak this. Xbox does not have the pop-up that is visible on the stream. Mm-hmm. What Xbox has is a little strip on the bottom that says, you are recording, you have this many people watching, yeah. and this is how long you've been recording. Okay, yeah. that's cool. But, and that, that's useful to me, and it's not showing information that's, that's useful to me to the other people. Correct. But my yeah. problem with it is that it's right on the bottom of the screen, right by here. Yeah. And, uh, and if you're reading text, it's in the way of the text. Mm-hmm. So I wish that uh, Xbox would do the Xbox and PlayStation would find a happy medium here. Don't make it visible to anyone else, mm-hmm. and only have it pop up when there's an update. Someone yeah. else is watching. You got a comment. Have it pop up on the bottom of the side. I don't care where it is. Have it pop up. Don't show it to my stream. Yeah. Because uh, I've I've been in a I was on a stream uh, last week. I was streaming um, Cuphead. And someone came in and uh, started trolling because I didn't have, I only had two people watching. So they started trolling and kept uh, messaging over and over and over again. Now, if I was playing on PlayStation, that would pop up every single time. Because yeah. on Xbox, didn't show to everyone else, yeah. but they were making fun of the fact that I only had two people watching. I'm like, okay, I don't have a lot, we don't have a lot of people who watch on Twitch for gameplay, yeah. but we have more YouTube, but it doesn't matter. Well, yeah. It doesn't matter. And someone was trolling me, so I would like I would Humans like it are to, the worst. I would like it to pop up for me, not for anyone else. Get it out of the stream uh, because it's 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 annoying, and there's no need for it. If, like I said, if you're going to watch chat, you already have to have it up. Yeah. So those are our suggestions for the next update. Yeah. For for Xbox and PlayStation. <laughs> um, speaking of things that are neither one of those. Yeah. Um, mobile games. And this kind of goes back to the to the whole uh, Stranger Things. Yeah. Most of the time, we're not really into mobile games, but we we know that there is potential there. It could be something, right? Yeah. And um, we actually both think that Eve Online is is something that that could be fantastic. Um, they are they are bringing Eve to to mobile devices. Mm-hmm. It's going to be out uh, in spring of next year. It's called Project Aurora, and it's. I believe that it'll be tied in in the same that the same way that like Dust Five One Four was tied Correct. in. Um, you where you can you what you're doing affects the economy in some way. Yeah. The economy of the Eve game. So like all yeah. which is the heart and soul of Eve. Yeah. So to to be and able to do that, it's also become an economy large enough that it does translate fairly easily mm-hmm. to real world money. Yeah. And that 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 aspect of it amazes me. And and for those of you who've been following um, that one, and then. Uh, Oh, what's the other one? The I don't know. Anyway, the I we think that that they'll be able to to pull this off, and and I'm looking forward to um to being able to play this on mobile. I don't really do mobile games, um, but this one I I, I see the potential for that, I and I'm looking see, forward yeah, to it. I could see trying it out. Um, one thing that I know this is the this is a double-edged sword, which I'm curious how they'll how they'll handle. 
the if you're playing on the mobile aspect, the mobile version of the game, mm-hmm. uh, will that link to a current Eve account? Which I'm sh- I'm assuming that it will. And if it does that, are you then able to pull your funds from your Eve account to do stuff on the mobile aspect of it? I'm curious how all that I, how all that'll work. I don't I don't think I don't think it will because uh, when they did Dust Dust Five One Four, those those were they Separate. they influenced each other, but you couldn't transfer between them because they they already have these giant corporations yeah. that would be able to immediately break the game yep. for everybody else. Exactly. That's, so. and that's what I was what I was basically worried about. Yeah. I mean, we want you want to be able to possibly pull someone in who's a mobile gamer who hasn't played Eve, maybe they really like this aspect of it and they shouldn't be steamrolled by a corporation that's been working for the past, I don't know, eight right. or nine years. Yeah, with 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 all their spreadsheet powers. <laughs> that's what Eve is all about. It really is. Yeah. Welcome to the topic of the episode, Showers. We call it Totes. Yes. Uh, this is Totes, the weekly uh, topic. We give you a, a subject, and then you talk about it with us, of what your favorites things. It's like coffee talk, but on the internet. Exactly. So we gave you a subject to talk about. Uh, this week was uh, racing games, and your favorite racing games. Yeah. Uh, so we're gonna, uh, we have some answers from people on, on Twitter and Facebook. Anytime that uh, we have these, which is every single week, we're gonna mm-hmm. tweet them out on Fridays. Uh, join in the conversation. Uh, you can obviously join in the conversation uh, and the, uh, the chat uh, for YouTube and everything. But um, do join in on Twitter and Facebook, so that way we can talk about your favorites. And there's a lot of stuff that gets brought up that uh, in these and some of these weeks yeah, we've been... that we don't know about, or, or we're like, oh, I remember that. And it's it's a really cool nostalgia trip sometimes. Yeah, we've been we've been talking this week about uh, racing games. Yeah, and I have some of your comments here. So Alex Wooten says, "Cruising USA," and yeah, that's that's my favorite arcade one. <laughs> I, I would say so good. Um, Alex Alex Kern mm-hmm. says we 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 get followed by Alex's. So if you're Alex, Alex. if your name is Alex, then just please follow you us. You have everywhere. to follow us. Yeah. Right. He says Gran Turismo is king easily, but Burnout is definitely my favorite arcade style racing game. I really enjoyed Project Cars too. Mm-hmm. Doesn't um, I don't know if that... he's talking about Project Cars two or two. I'm gonna assume that he means Project Cars because yep. he did say T O. But it would. It would be funny for people who are listening because uh, they can't see it. Uh, so you uh, ruined I, it. I do find it funny that Alex, that, that Alex Kern said that Pro- Project Cars I get, but he didn't even mention Forza in there. Yeah, and he's so he's a car guy, so that's why I'm like I'm surprised because the the amount of customization and tweaking you can do in that absolutely uh, is is really cool, which is why Forza is one of my favorites uh, to play uh, when it comes to the more simulation aspect of it. Uh, yeah. I can appreciate a game. Uh, being more of a cart game, be more simulation, and Forza, I think, uh, is probably the best when it comes to that. Being able to tweak little tiny bits uh, for your car and make a uh, rather mediocre car actually be able to keep up. It's pretty cool. One of the other things that I really enjoy about that um, in, in Forza and Gran Turismo, like when, when it comes to the sim games, is that it allows you to slowly ramp up your the difficulty, Yeah, basically. Because, you know, when you're, when you're driving around in that first... Toyota little hatchback thing that they give you at the beginning. It's like, okay, I'm driving, and like you, you kind of get the basics of it, and then yeah. you're like, you're going a little bit faster. You're going, you know, you're you're uh, releasing the slip a little bit so that you can slide a little bit better. And so uh, as as you, it's it's a really really great built-in mm-hmm. difficulty mechanic yeah. that that kind of works with you. And mm-hmm. it as long as you're as long as you're able to keep progressing, 
or as long as you're able to keep winning, yeah. it lets you keep progressing. But if you reach a point where you're like, okay, I don't quite have control of it, then you'll need to stay with that race yeah. or that sequence until you kind of get a better hang of it. Yeah. So I, I, I really like that aspect yeah. of, of Sims and stuff. Yeah, um, definitely. But when it comes when it comes to arcade, like he said, arcade style burnout is the best. Yeah, it is. And uh, I I love the way that they managed even on even back in like PlayStation Two. It's like it still looks so gorgeous because everything is just flying by so fast. Yeah. And they did. So you know even if you even if you go back and I have fairly recently gone back to a PlayStation Two game, it still looks good just because everything's flying by so fast. You can't really tell that this is just a little. JPEG on the side of the road yeah. or whatever. Yeah. But uh, the the frenetic uh, pace mm -hmm. of that race, mm -hmm. I really enjoy. I agree. I think that um, when it comes to kart racing, we all know Mario Kart has has. I mean, Mario yeah. Kart perfected it. That's the reason we refer to it as a kart racer versus a simulation. Uh, I think Mario Kart's proven that uh, it's it still remains uh, king uh, when it comes to that. Um, I I think that the great thing about Mario Kart is that. Uh, it's uh, it's difficulty curve isn't crazy. You're able to jump in and be able to play um, uh, ra rather standard of the lower CCs, and more casual people can jump in and really have fun. Yeah. And if you really want to get into the into the uh, nuances and the more advanced stuff, not only going ramping up the um, the speed, but being able to use the brake and different tr drifting and, and aspects. Yeah. Uh, that's one thing that I like about it is it's very much like like chess or or, or games like that where it's like the rules are are, are rel relatively straightforward. Mastering yeah. it is a completely different animal. Absolutely, and that's what I love about Mario Kart. Yeah. So, what what is your favorite Mario Kart? Um, okay. So I know a lot of people <laughs> like Double Dash, and I think that, that's your yeah, favorite. Mine, mine and, and Chris White also in the comments. I I. Personally, um, I loved the the Wii uh, Mario Kart. I think that it, it hit a really good happy medium, and they've continued to basically run the Wii version, advanced versions of the Wii, yeah. <laughs> the Wii uh, template. Uh, I think that it, uh, to me, I think it perfected a lot of things. Uh, I don't personally care too much for the battle modes. Uh, so when the Wii U version came out and it didn't have the the battle modes and everything, I'm yeah. fine with that. Like yeah. I don't need to. Sh like I'm fine with hitting people with shells or ha or getting hit with shells in a race environment. Right, uh, but I didn't need that's not royale. where you want the focus. I didn't need a battle royale. So when it missed it on the Wii U, I didn't really care. Yeah. Uh, I think that the new Mario Kart for the Switch is. It's they basically took that Wii U version and made it even better, yeah. and that's one thing. That's one thing that I like. I, I'd say the Wii version, but the new Switch version may be my favorite because it is. It learned from mistakes and mm -hmm. it's polished it, and that's what I really like about it. As much as I, you know, like Double Dash and everything like that. But, yeah. Uh, another one that I wanted to throw in here because uh, I know that every everyone's been talking about racing games in regards to uh, cars. Uh, but I think that the um, the N64 snowboarding game, uh, what was it called? SSX. The SSX. Yeah. SSX was was a blast. I consider that uh, in this category because you're basically yeah. racing. In I mean, it's, it's, it's a downhill so, race, yeah. and it's you know whoever gets their first wins. That's <laughs> so, the definition of a race. Yeah. So honorary honorary mention to to uh, SSX and Trials mm -hmm. because I really liked like Trials Fusion and a few others that. It's not quite a race, but you are racing against other people's times. You're trying to get, you know, like different uh, jumps and everything. Yeah. 
and it's a different style, similar to how Burnout is a very is a different style of it. But I wanted to put that as an honorary mention because we could keep talking about Forces and Gran Turismo's, but yeah. um, those were were a blast. Yeah, and when it when it comes to off the ground stuff, um, you've also got the the Sonic one. Which is a lot of fun because that that has Sonic, a bunch of different Sonic racers, yeah, yeah. Because uh, that that has that has cars, that has boats, that has uh, jets, planes, <laughs> which, something. I'm not sure exactly how that which works. Which Mario Kart basically took parts of, and we're like, hey, this Absolute, is good. Absolutely. When Sonic Racers came out uh, on the uh, Xbox, um, I uh, I thought this isn't this isn't going to be that great, and I think I put in more time in that. Uh, than I put in Mario Kart when I first got Mario Kart for uh, for Wii. Yeah. Because Mario Kart for Wii and Mario Kart in general, I think, is great for multiplayer, for, for having you know, couch co-op and everything. But uh, Sonic continued to pull me in a single-player and as well as multiplayer uh, aspect, but it was the drifting mm-hmm. and the switching between cars, which I thought was... It's, Right before that, I'd been playing the Transformers, um, uh, the ones from uh, Full Moon Games, yeah. um, that allowed you to transform from a robot into a car, yeah. a, or or a um, or a plane, and it did it so smoothly that it it wasn't drawing to your gameplay. You could continue to run forward as you change, and the momentum stayed the same. It was really yeah. beautiful, and Sonic did that in regards to the game, in regards to uh, racing, because you would transition from being in a car to going uh, underwater uh, or over water or flying and it did it and it continued the same momentum yeah. and it didn't change your gameplay too much where you're like oh no I have to do flying controls now <laughs> it was like no the controls are exactly the same yeah don't worry just about going. anything else just including keep going. drifting drifting in a plane is something I haven't seen in another game um, but if you want to kind of you know, balance those two uh-huh. out between above the ground and on the ground. You can be just above the ground. Uh-huh. Play F Zero X, which uh, Chris Banks mentioned. Yeah, and uh, I say F Zero X because uh, I'm glad that they included F Zero on the on the SNES Mini. But uh, F Zero X for me mm-hmm. is the is is my favorite. Yeah. And Neo Geo Racing uh, also on the Switch is yeah. is pretty phenomenal. But F Zero X is is just one of my favorites. And it also it also allows me to introduce one of my favorite stories about racing. Um, I think I think I've told this story before, um, but Chris Chris actually Chris Banks uh, was was playing the the F Zero game, got really frustrated, and he was like, "Dang it!" And he he hit a he hit a spoon that was in a bowl of dip, yeah, and the spoon went over into the corner, mm-hmm. and then uh, we didn't realize this till the next morning, but there was a trail of dip like starting on the ceiling and going all the way down the wall, and it was it was pretty funny, yeah. So I've, I've thrown in one more story, or not story, but one more game, I should say. Okay. Um, I know a lot of people like Twisted Metal. Um, I go more old school than Twisted Metal, though. There's a game called Death Track, which I know I've mentioned on the show before. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Death Track was a DOS racing game. The The graphics weren't great, but it was it was like it was racing. It was like Mario Kart before Mario Kart because you had a you had a um, uh, had more customization. You had a car, you could customize your transmission, your engine, your tires, and all these different things. But you could also add machine guns and rockets and all the and to be able to uh, attack other players. It was basically Death Race 2000 uh, made into a video game. Yeah. You kept going through. Um, in regards to like circuits and be trying to be the best racer, you would start and you if you got money from the race, you could pay to you had to pay to to repair your car. Mm-hmm. You could pay to repair or sorry to upgrade your engine and upgrade your transmission, all these th- all these uh, aspects, or you could go offense or defense in regards to um, 
something that would stop incoming missiles or a, a, a bomb that almost like acted like a skateboard that dropped behind your car and would blow up the car behind you. That's so cool. it was a really cool game. The graphics weren't very good. Had an amazing soundtrack, uh, but it's old school DOS, so it's hard to get people into something like that. It's a yeah. it's a game that I wish uh, we had more of because it was like a serious Mario Kart. It was almost Mad Max style, where it's yeah. like, yeah, you're gonna do this race, and also people are gonna try to kill you at the same <laughs> time. And as good luck, as opposed to the. Oh, I slipped on a banana peel. It was like, oh no, my tire got shot out. Yeah. It, which I, I really enjoyed. So I would like something more uh, of a mix like that. Twisted Metal uh, is getting closer, where mm. where it's like, hey, we're serious, kind of, and there's guns. But I I would love those kind of uh, consequences where you have to repair your car and continue the upkeep. Yeah. Uh, I, I would absolutely love that. I, I don't know how serious you can call a game when it's got a guy who has wheels for hands. Yeah. I, I don't know. That, maybe that's just me. I meant like the like serious, <laughs> no, like no, no. gory. I, I, yeah. I, I got you. Dark. But... I should have said more dark. Yes. Yes. Definitely darker. Dark. So let us know in the comments what some of your favorite racing games are. Do you like the lighter side of, ga of, uh, of uh, gaming or racing gaming? Lighter side of racings? Yes. Or do you like the darker stuff? Yeah. Light, light, side, or, light side or dark side? Yeah. Let us know in the comments. White meat or dark meat? Later.